improve it. Create it. You're listening to the B Velocity podcast and this is episode eight. I'm Deborah. And I'm Ellie, your host, and we'll be speaking to our guest, Hayley Osterhoff. Hayley is a licensed phys- physical therapist assistant and assumed to be a licensed massage therapist at On Track Healing. Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. I actually did get my massage therapy license, so I'm fully licensed and everything and ready to go. So I have been working with teams and drivers already so that's That's... the update since last year when we started talking (laughs) ah amazing as you can guess we're mostly going to be talking about injuries in both industries and rehabilitation plus finding out a few things about this evolving industry so Hayley welcome thank you for joining us Ellie go because this 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 is the big thing (laughs) So Hayley, you are our first international guest for season two, and that is going to blow everyone's mind who listens to the podcast, and even my own for absolute sure. How have you been, and how have you been coping with COVID nineteen, the pandemic, especially being overseas? And where are you based, of course? Let's go from there. <laughs> All right. So yeah, during COVID, I decided to relocate myself from uh, the northern United States. Uh, down to Florida. (laughs) So we needed some sunny weather so I could be outside more. Um, And then, like I said, uh, I just finished the massage therapy license. Um, I was already doing that as part of my physical therapy degree. Um, So now I can do everything I want. So COVID, I mean, it it impacted everybody's mental health and physical health. So I think now everyone's kind of been getting back to motorsports and taking care of themselves. So I'm doing that for myself as well. I'm going to say our audience is probably thinking how how your job roles in, involves both motorsport, automotive industry. And let's go back to the beginning of your journey. Ellie absolutely loves this bit. Could you explain how you got into your job role and how um, you've been involved in the industry for So I didn't really have any job roles in motorsports to begin with. Um, I just had the hobby. I started off with autocrossing during college. Um, So that's setting up the cone course and the fastest time through the cone course. So I was doing just a little bit of racing with whatever daily driver you had at the time. And um, then I was doing physical therapy stuff and craniosacral therapy. Um, and I had a friend, he had rolled his ankle and I was like, I can't even watch you walk the course. Like you're driving me crazy. Let me help you. 
so I had him lay down on next to the course and I did some stuff to his ankle, some stretches, moved some fluids and he dropped three seconds on his next run. So that was kind of the spark of the whole idea of, you know, it won't feel like you're working if you combine your passion. So I love healthcare and helping people feel better. And I love being around cars and racing. So that's kind of how this whole thing in my whole career path has morphed into what it is today. So that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty epic story. Yeah. So fair. then I worked on the education that I needed. Um, I had the physical therapist assistant, but in order to kind of do things in different states, I needed to get my personal training certificate. So I got that. And then to do even more for clients hands-on, I got my massage therapy license too. And hopefully I'll sit for my international exam when the world's a little bit more open. And then I could possibly have that education, you know, transfer over to the UK to work for other teams that are doing what I'm doing. So that's exciting. Go on, Ellie. Ask a question. Oh, I, can I can ask see. all the questions. So, yeah, obviously you wanted to help your friends, but was there like, did you always want to do this from like such a young age? And, or did you just like had an interest in motorsport? Like, how did you want to combine the two? Or is it just off the off chance you put two and two together? Um, it was more of an off chance. So I always wish and I still wish that I can do more of the driving and racing myself. So then I'm like, if I don't have enough sponsors or if I haven't had enough track experience or I don't even know what racing circuit to start with, then I was like, the next best option is being around, you know, having a mentor, being around anything to learn from. So then it, like at the same time, it was the whole autocrossing thing and the guy getting injured. And I was like, and I kept hearing this quote from everyone that they would just say, it'll never feel like you're working a day if you love what you're doing. So I was like, I love this. So how can I do both? So that's why on track healing started coming about is just, I wanted to be around racing more and learning more from people. And then from the people I meet, you know, hopefully it'll spring really good opportunities. So, Amazing. yep. Well, I hope um, our audience listeners, someone listens to this and they'll be like, ah, I need someone. Yeah. We yeah, exactly. someone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I can go anywhere in the US. And I know there's a lot of people that are going between the European and the UK and United States for all their racing series. And so I did start, I've done a lot with IndyCar lately. So that's the open wheel cars in the US that travel around the US. Um, got a few drivers and teams. I actually uh, helped make history because last year was the all-female Peretta Autosport. So I was their team physio for that, helping get them massaged, stretched out, ready for the big race since the Indy 500 is one of the biggest races in the world. So I helped, you know, that whole team and everyone be ready. So I've got behind me that pink thing is a bandana from Indianapolis Motor Speedway and everyone's signatures. And it's just a cool thing because no one else has that. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they'll make a comeback, the Peretta Autosport, and have a full female team again once there's enough funding and everything. That that would be absolutely phenomenal if that happened because I know it's yeah. pretty pretty hard work over in the states. I f- I thought it was bad in like in the UK and Europe, but no, it's it's hard going in America, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of traveling. You have to be ready. You only probably get like Monday, not even Monday, Tuesday, like Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe. And you're already on to the next race if there's one or two a month and you're still working out all the time and traveling and planning ahead. So it's a lot, it's a lot longer work than I actually thought it would be. I thought it'd be, Oh, just travel and have fun weekends away, but there's so much preparation and more of the recovery time that does benefit the athletes is spent during the week versus the weekend. Cause race weekends, they're just so hard to get people scheduled in because everyone has the same schedule, but then they'll have their media visits and everything else that they need to do a sponsor, visit their sponsors and all that stuff. So it's, so, it's hard finding balance with all that. <laughs> sorry, Haley, I've got a big question here. So I'm just very intrigued. So with obviously the race prep, obviously they've essentially probably got from what Monday to Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. So in that time, like where are you needed or is it post-race or is it literally as and when like the driver or any of the teams because obviously now being a mechanic is so hot like it's so hard itself you've got to be so physically fit to do that in such a like short space of time so even them as like a whole team like how do you plan and prep or when do they need you? I've got so yeah. many questions. <laughs> yeah. So the way it's been working out just for my contracts that I sign with teams or drivers is it's mainly just been, they call when they need, and I've been on site. Um, I'm hoping to keep the awareness going that teams, endurance races, all the stuff, they do have this so that it can be more available because you know, scheduling would work better. So it's more of just as needed because the race weekends are getting so busy. There is um, some drivers that like Takuma Sato and things they call, they do the Zen massage, which is basically what I do. It's craniosacral therapy. So I do, I do like to do that with drivers closer to their race time, just so their body's calm, relaxed, uh, realigned, but it's not like a deep tissue massage where you're beat up and you're like, yeah, that's sore. That's sore. Get that knot out of there. No, it's just, you're calm. I can stretch things out. And then you're, you're the biggest thing is, um, that calm nervous system. So your mind is focused. So you're not, you know, they're spending $2 million on this race. I know I need to finish it. I need to practice. I need to move up spots all that kind of stuff it just centers them to get rid of all that and be ready for their race so yeah it's just more of on call whenever they needed wow wow yeah if you so apart from the indy 500 what other championships have you been involved with um mainly just uh indycar so just any a couple like road America, um, Indy 500 in Indianapolis was like a whole month of May that I was up there. And then this past two weekends ago was uh, GP St. Pete. So that's another IndyCar event. And then I've been just popping into different, uh, IMSA, IMSA events. And, um, so I went to Daytona 24 hours. That was a month and a half ago now. And then, um, Sebring 12 hours is next weekend. So I think I'm going to have a booth set up next to some drivers and teams and just going to say, Hey, come on over unless I get a last minute contract coming in. So that's how it's going to work for some of these local Florida events for me. Wow. Yeah. It's more of just, I'm going to be there when people need me because Sebring is like the worst racing track. If you watch any onboard footage, the driver's heads are like every bump and turn. It is 
it shakes, literally shakes cars apart. So <laughs> they definitely get beat up and they need massage guns, massages, cranio to relax and realign. And um, sometimes even to see if anything's, if it's appropriate for them to even keep driving. Cause I've seen some guys, you know, vomit in their helmets. They've had concussions and they're, I was like, I'm not sure you should be driving anymore. <laughs> I know you don't want to retire from your race, but so yeah, it's a lot of just deciding what's most appropriate to help this person. Basically the whole pun of my business name is what, what's going to get you on your right track to healing and being your best in that moment. So, wow. Yeah. yeah that's pretty impressive. So yeah. have you noticed a, like a different ratio between males and females that you've treated, or would you say like it's evenly split? Obviously this is talking like us anyway um so actually i noticed that the girl the female drivers are reaching out more to take care of themselves and probably to keep up with the guys but i think it's better for them and their longevity in racing so for me personally and maybe it's just because i'm a female provider female you know physio that they're more comfortable with that but so far it's mainly been more women than men so We'll see where things take me though. I'm sure I'll even out in the future because, you know, it is more men in the field anyways, but they, I think they, yeah. And well, and they prioritize it more. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of women prioritize more, you know, health and wellness versus the guys are like, it's fine. I'd rather just get a good meal and go to bed or something. (laughs) But they're like going to be, no, I'm going to feel amazing going into this race if I can. So they probably got more to prove or feel like they have more to prove. So they're doing everything on yeah. top of but what I do what yeah. I do is like formula medicine so mm. I mean that's normal if you guys know about formula medicine they work with all that formula one teams yeah except for um formula health I think works with Alfa Romeo and then I think Mercedes does his own thing Lewis Hamilton's got that um, blonde trainer and blinking on her name but <laughs> Angela. Angela. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about Angela last week. She's a very popular woman on this podcast, you know, Haley. She gets spoke about a lot, Angela and Lewis. (laughs) Yeah. We've seen because obviously she's his trainer slash physiotherapist, isn't she, at the same time? So she does literally everything with him. Yeah, she's mindset coach, I think, massage therapist, physical therapist, like anything he needs help with, it's that one person you can count on, and that's the only thing that they have to worry about. So but I think formula medicine, they do help drivers and teams because, you know, but I think I'm sure Mercedes has stuff to help take care of the teams too, because they are such a high class team and have seem to have a lot of resources and have their stuff together. They are the best. <laughs> so they've got to have a team. Yeah. Just, just to plug your, um, business on track healing, mm-hmm. um, just go through like the types of service you provide that you haven't mentioned already um so i i didn't mention what craniosacral therapy is so if people don't know what craniosacral therapy is it is based on osteopathic medicine so it's um works you lay flat for a session usually can take anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours just depends on like the state that your body comes in um you lay flat on the massage table and i put my hands in different areas and i just sense what if your body's in alignment out of alignment level not level 
And then when I put my hands on you gently, I'll pull kind of tissues, I'll follow muscle, muscle lines, um, all that stuff. And it just helps relax and realign your um, body. And then it calms the nervous system so that you're in parasympathetic which is your, you know, rest and digest and healing phase. So you want to be in that um, instead of toggling in between the two systems. So that's why that is kind of really important to do trackside um, and then have a little bit of time before your race to just wake back up and be in um, sympathetic fight, flight, adrenaline pumping going for your race. Um, so I do, that is really good to do as well for recovery sessions. If, people are sore. Um, else if they want traditional massage, I can do Swedish relaxation, deep tissue, uh, neuromuscular, um, athletic massage with more, uh, stretching. So then I don't do a lot with personal training, but on my Instagram, sometimes I like to post some workout ideas just because I really do like seeing the outcomes of, them recover. I do like my recovery services more than the personal training stuff that I do right now, but I just throw personal training in there because people usually know that of, Oh, she might have massage guns. She knows how to stretch me. She knows if something's going to go wrong, she'd be there for you on the, on track side. So that's basically what I do right now. Um, I have been, I've worked with other teams, um, where I did stuff too. I helped them unload the rig, get everything set up for their event. It really just depends on what they sign me for and what's needed to be like their on track helper. So yeah, I can do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So that leads me on literally to my next question. Obviously you've worked in like some amazing teams. So how important is it to have you there and obviously help them and what is like said the feedback they like receive and like they obviously want to take care of themselves and they want to go to the next level but how is that feeling for you essentially um I love like some of the comments and feedback so when I had consistent time to work with all the Pareto Autosport ladies they were doing 14 hour days of practicing pit stops, moving cars, loading, unloading their pits, um, helping out the driver, going over, you know, data and different analytics for the car setup and everything like that. And then just being a part of, oh, I feel like garbage after that. And they come in and did some cranio and massage or just cranio even. And they're like, I don't feel like I even worked the last five days for 14 hours. They felt better than ever. And that was just from one session. So, I mean, to me, that kind of shows the benefit and the importance of if you're, if you're a driver in a team and you're spending so much money, it's almost worth this little bit extra to be able to be at your most peak performance, like state. So I don't know. I love it. I just, I geek out when everyone's like, you know, they're like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Everyone's got, you know, the neck posture where you're looking down and your upper traps are really tight. And as people don't know that you can't sometimes get that to relax at all, no matter how much you press here, if you don't work on the front of the pec muscles. So when I do that and just do my gentle touch, they're like, what? And they're like, oh my gosh, my arms are going to be fine. Like I'm going to be able to race. So <laughs> it's just awesome to like, them feel like they don't have to deal with something on top of just focusing on the race. Like can just get their body ready and they didn't even know it was possible. So I love seeing all these outcomes and love being on track to see that. 
I've I've noticed something between me and Ellie. As soon as you yeah. start talking about posture or anything, we we just seem to like right. <laughs> sit up straight, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've got great posture. (laughs) (laughs) No, the whole way through that is, so I work in a gym, so I know like how hard it can be. And I train like pretty much every day. So halfway through that, I was thinking, oh, I could love a massage right now. (laughs) Yeah, but you guys have more osteopaths over in the UK than we do here in the US. So you should, I can totally help see if there's anyone near your zip code or your area to try out craniosacral because it's, it's a very different thing feeling too, because you can do all the strengthening and massage you want, but if your body's not aligned, you're not going to make as much gains. And so sometimes there's an emotional component. If there's, you know, if you lost your job for a couple months, you lost your dog or a family member, if you have any of those stressors that you've had in your life, sometimes just traditional massage won't address the emotional component that you can store in your body. And then you have those compensation patterns where it's like, no, I can't sit up tall because I feel this stress. I'm just so burdened with all my stress. And so that's why that posture comes about. Not, not that you're weak or anything. It comes about maybe because you have a stressor. And so that's what cranio can talk you and work you through too. So yeah, I can help you guys find someone there. Try it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Right. Now this might be a good time to ask this question because obviously a lot of our listeners are either drivers work in the industry or just quite generally interested could you give us or our audience any tips um to a driving or everyday performance so whether it be stretching every day um doing a particular meditation because meditation is quite popular at the moment or you know something random general general advice to uh be ready to race or just be ready to be well or everything because it it's all it's all part of it um I know for a fact um I finished some physio treatment myself and I I can put my hand up and a lot of it I could do it's just making it a priority so I'm not allowed to use the phrase I don't have time anymore Um, (laughs) so now I've incorporated my stretching into my daily daily life so is there any similar tips that you could give our give our audience I think that getting up a little bit earlier and prioritizing your mental health and your physical health is should be the first thing you start off your day with and I mean for myself exactly I know my days are completely off if I decided to get a half hour extra of sleep versus get up think about what I'm uh, grateful for do some stretches while I think about what I'm grateful for and then you know do a little movement because I mean I, I don't think there's the most perfect bed out there. No one sleeps where they're like, yep, I'm so rested. I feel like a million dollars when you get up. So you do need that little bit of time to get your mindset right. So saying what you're grateful for or um, not going right to the cell phone or the to-do list and then focusing on just stretching out and like, what do you need in that moment? Is it water? Or is it some electrolytes? Is it you know, a stretch, Epsom salt bath or getting in the shower sooner because you're like, oh, yeah, my neck is stiff, whatever. But just probably getting up 
just a little bit sooner and only prioritizing yourself during the first 30 minutes of your day. Don't pick up the phone. Don't look at it. Just say your gratitude, stretch out and give yourself that personal care time of what do you need in that in the morning. And I think that starts people's day off right. And then you, you'd be more productive. You can get everything done. Your mind's focused on a positive thought because you've already thought about what you're grateful for. And then it can start to roll in like, you know, and you can accomplish your first task, which is something that you did to take care of yourself. So I kind of like when people do that, I know I feel my best when I do that. So maybe that would be my tip. (laughs) That's a great tip. I, yeah. I can answer and say, I, I set timers on my phone so I don't get distracted, no notifications, I put it to the side. Yeah. The best bit of advice I've been given is buy a normal alarm clock and charge your phone out the room. Right, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I, I like to do that. Keep it super far away, closer to the bathroom. Doesn't always happen, but I definitely try to. And then, yeah, prioritizing myself and whatever I need when I get up. Great, yeah, great that's advice. a top tip. I'm yeah. the worst for it. I literally sleep next to a plug, so I'm there with my charge. It's so bad. And then last night it was like 12 o'clock, long old TikTok, scrolling through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all about like F1 testing, everyone getting ready. So I'm there listening to what other people's opinions are saying yeah that's it's not good at 12 o'clock at night because then that was it my mind was playing on things and I was like here we go now I'm not gonna sleep I did that that too last night but (laughs) you have to go with the mindset of when you get up you know put that aside focus on me and then you can get back to like catching up on all those news stories because I did the same thing I was up until midnight so I'm tired today but uh I wanted to know what was going on with you know um what's his name Nikita Mazapan and the his sponsor and Haas and so and his new foundation because you know that's just a terrible situation to be as a driver it's not I don't think it's fair because clearly he's more of a worldwide athlete because they're never on place at one point anytime and so then just for him to lose his contract because it's a Russian-based sponsor is just rough so I was trying to catch up on all that gossip too. <laughs> I know. There's a, yeah, there's been a lot of news about that. I think I yeah. was listening to something along the same lines as well. <laughs> yeah. And then so all the new livery changes and everything that's coming out and who replaced who. And yeah, I do it too. But to start the day off right, even though I was tired, then you focus on myself stretching out. And then I could come to my to-do list. Then I go to social media and whatever I need to do for promoting my business or checking if there's any people that want to schedule anything that pops up. So yourself comes first because you can't take care of other people if you can't take care of yourself. That is very true. And speaking of socials, please, Haley, plug yourself away. So if you are one of our American overseas listeners, please get in contact with Hayley. Um, And she's about to plug all her amazing work below. (laughs) Yeah, so I have a Facebook page called On Track Healing. I have the Instagram, which posts the same content. content. It's On Track Healing. And then my website is just on trackhealing.com. So pretty easy, straightforward, simple. You can find all my email, phone number, contacts all on there. So go, go, get involved, get in contact. 
Yeah, get in contact. <laughs> I'm happy. Like I said, for even for you guys, my one of my core mission statements as a healthcare provider is just get every client on their successful track for healing. So it's not just, you know, it's especially in the car industry. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone starts to mingle and meet each other. So I just want to get the help to people because I know that I can't be everything for everyone. So I just want to be a part of getting them on their right track. Bless your little heart. You're, you're <laughs> doing a great job so far and oh, I'm thanks. sure there's more good things to come. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So if I get the international certificate, there might be other opportunities to work with formula medicine or formula health. I've been in touch with those guys. So it'd be cool. Or United sports services, they have contract for motorsport and different types of uh, sporting events. So I want to travel too. So that's kind of why I did the merger of it all healthcare racing. I just want to be able to travel and (laughs) see cars and racing and learn how to race cars. And so just winging it. You're winging no, you're it, definitely not winging it. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're definitely not winging it here, Hayley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a business coach, so. <laughs> so you've probably, we've probably kind of covered this already, but what what's next in the pipeline for you? What, what have you got to look forward to in the next few months or so? Um, so I'm personally going to try, I don't know if we can, or if everything's sold out, but I do want to, even if it's just as a spectator, do the inaugural formula one event in Miami. I think it'd be cool to go over there in May to try to watch. Um, if not, yeah, next weekend, Steve brings, so that's the IMSA competition, the 12 hour race. Um, and then maybe if it's possible to just start traveling to the IndyCar events, um, just around the U S. Um, but other than that, no real plans. I might be transitioning and pivoting it a little bit to more getting people coming to my office and in between their races and stuff like that, or helping more of the general public too. So just going with the flow, seeing whatever, whoever needs help. And then when the contracts come then they come and we'll see, and then maybe the eventual, um, getting the international certificates for massage therapy so I can do this with formula health or formula medicine or with anybody who may need. So would, would you consider the W series? I'm just going to throw that in there. Oh, I've talked, I've talked to some of the (laughs) W series drivers. Um, I would love to travel with them. I've thought about uh, pitching myself, but again, I have to have the international, I think, education piece down pat. And I'm waiting for, there's only five testing sites worldwide. So some of them are over in Asia and it's a really long way to travel just for a test. So I'm trying to figure that out. (laughs) So yeah, double series would be amazing. I think those women, I'm actually surprised that, uh, some of the teams didn't pick up a W series driver because the Jamie Chadwick or Chadwick Chapman, yes. yeah. whoever won two years in a row. I mean, she could have driven for Haas. She already knows six of the circuits and, you know, they tested basically such a similar car. I think they should have thrown a woman in one of their seats. Yeah. I think she's, is she, I think she's a tester slash ambassador for Williams. So yeah. Okay. She uh, yeah. Got up to that. Good. Yeah, so it's the same with um, one of the others, Jess as well. Like she, 
is with Aston Martin. So they're kind of moving up the pecking yeah. order in some speak, which is good because I always see Jess speaking on um like when I watch on a Thursday for like their press day when I watch like the F1 show, she'll always be there speaking as their like media person, which is quite good. Yeah. But I don't know what what is obviously now the W series has changed a little bit as obviously Caitlin Jenner is coming in from mm-hmm. an American side. So I think now having somebody of such high popularity worldwide is obviously yeah. gonna bring so much more to the W series. And yeah. I don't know what how has it been received over there? Because obviously I think she's amazing what she's done for women's rights, transgender, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's a good to have a figurehead of like that. And I know from looking at the old posts, um, like how much she loved racing in the past. So yeah. 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 So I don't I don't know. I just wish the W series seems like a bigger thing. Like it's, it's just, I don't know, just a racing series. So unless you follow it, I don't know that a lot of people have caught on to it because it's not a televised formula. One is always televised, but it's like, that's the pre-race. So why wouldn't they just extend their television time a little bit? So I know that there's so much more that goes into that and what they're able to actually do. So I'm hoping that, yeah, I mean, um, that whole family as many, everyone's watched the Kardashians. So <laughs> there was a time where maybe it will be easier to get some more media drawn in for the W series and help these ladies boost themselves and get into formula one because of that. So it could bring lots of good changes. So I'm hopeful I'm going to be following along. So amazing. We'll yeah. I'll have to reach out to the, uh, director. I don't remember her name I have it on LinkedIn I just haven't yet because of the whole testing and licensure I want to make sure I'm legal in every aspect of helping people when and where they are so Caroline I think her name is isn't it or Catherine 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 yeah, her name is Catherine, yeah. I think it's Catherine yeah. that she's yeah I've been at an event with her before and like she's amazing of what she's right. done she's just done it literally off her own back so yeah I think yeah Catherine has been amazing for what she's done so hopefully it's just about pushing forwards and and obviously Seb Vettler spoke about it saying like women should be in the sport and stuff and he's an F1 driver with so much experience and even he wants it to happen I'm sure Lewis is following right behind him as well so yeah yeah the race is one initiative it should be one doesn't matter who you are to just get in there and be the best so yeah it'd be cool to work with him so all that's in the future Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is probably going to be the hardest bit. Okay. In all the podcasts. <laughs> Ellie's favourite bit as well. I think I know what it is because I've listened to some of your podcasts. <laughs> so it won't be hard. Oh, no. Some of our guests never know. And now we have our guest that actually knows. And I'm, yeah. So this is, has to be easy then for you, Hayley. Please tell me yes. it is. <laughs> oh, isn't it a song? Don't you want to add to a driver's playlist or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so I'll just go for it. So oh, every right. guest that's been on our podcast we always ask them for a favorite song so yeah. this could be um something you listen to with the first thing you wake up or prepping to go out on track or just one of those feel-good songs and then if you haven't listened to our first playlist we've we're creating another one 
for yeah. season two and everyone can listen to it yeah so i gonna... didn't know what i was gonna bring it down to or decide on but there's a song that i like to like listen to before i autocross or drive or race because it's it's edm so it's um november skies by carnage <laughs> it's all these different <laughs> types of edm music so um, and, then, and then I really like the song lately. It's called um, Hits 21 Mashup uh, by Trinix, T-R-I-N-I-X Remix. That song's pretty good because it like mashes up all the top songs of the last year and they play wow. little bits and pieces cool. of it. So I like that. Everything very upbeat because I feel like I always want to drive fast and be upbeat before I do anything in racing. So those are my two songs that I like. So you can pick one two. or <laughs> you can oh, yeah. no you can you can pick one but those are one more personal one <laughs> one's the kind of the song of the moment I'm sure it will be old by next year <laughs> Never <come> <laughs> both both great song choices I can't wait to find them on Spotify I'll probably put them on my personal playlist Eddie knows how many personal playlists I've got because I just love oh, music she- she went through me last time and I was like, Deb, like, how much do you ever run out of me? Endless amounts. I've never <laughs> known anyone like it. <laughs> I love when people have it done and they share it with me because I never, I love listening to other people's playlists. I never have the time to make my own. <laughs> I'm sharing them with me. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to have to because I've, and the names, I call them as well there's always there's always a story or there's always um something funny that red, red resonates with it so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to send them over and i'd love to okay. hear what you think of them okay they are a so, bit wild and then some of them are just like proper chill so you you go from one extreme to the other yeah um, that's pretty much my personality <laughs> as as someone said to me um I'm an all or nothing person and I'm like okay that that explains a few things (laughs) (laughs) right I'm I'm gonna let Ellie do this bit because she knows I hate it and she's gonna hate it even more and it's the saying goodbye bit Uh, so it's been super, super fabulous to have you on this evening, Haley, as our first international guest of season two. So thank you for joining us all the way from, is it sunny today in Florida before I say that? No, no, oh. this is all, it's the okay. only day it hasn't been sunny in the past month. So, okay. I'm just going to pretend, just pretend it's super it sunny in Florida. Florida. But yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. And I hope all goes so well. And I hope you get this test. And then hopefully we'll see you at Silverstone in no time. So yeah, yeah <laughs> that is the dream. <laughs> Sounds like it's, a plan. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. You've been an absolute blast. Thank oh, you thanks. so Thank much you, for coming hey. on. Well, I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed that chat with Hayley. We know our listeners can go away and start using some of the advice and the different concepts to incorporate in their daily routines from this episode. If you think you'd benefit from some additional support, 
then we would recommend in getting in touch with Hayley at On Track Healing. As always, if you want to show some love for our podcast, then feel free to like and subscribe, plus leave us a review or share your favourite episode on your stories. Thanks for listening to the Be Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's thrilling episode. If you know someone that would like to get involved in building our global community, or you'd like to get involved yourself, then you know where we are. And it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Engineered. Proven. Created.